Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Euronurse. We meet every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. If you're joining us from YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn, hey, glad to have you on board. Be sure to hit that like, subscribe, share button. And if this is your first time joining us here on uh, Euronurse, be sure to check out our website at Euronurse.com, where you can find out more information about the show. It's also the best place to go to see all of our past episodes. And hey, we've got 44 of those episodes in the, the cooker there for you to watch. So be sure to check that out. If you're interested in information on how to help sponsor the show, you can go and check out our sponsorship information. And of course, the way you interact with us is this button or this box right down here, the comment box. No matter which format you're using, comment box is always available for you to send in questions, shout outs. If you just want to tell us, uh, hey, hi, like the show, whatever, go ahead and feel free to put anything in there. We got a great show this week. Uh, Brian Mojica is joining us and he's going to be talking about a product that he brought to market called Cathware. So we're really interested in learning more about that. At this point, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our expert, Brian Mojica, is joining us. Let's bring that in here. Hey, welcome, Brian. Thank you for having me. All right, great. So for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Vic Sinise. I am the host and producer of the show. I've uh, been involved in urology for nearly four decades, so lots of experience, Um and I've really enjoyed paying it forward to all of you by sharing this information. Uh, Brian, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Brian Mojica. I am the CEO and inventor of Cathware, I'm also a registered nurse. And I'm excited to be here today. I uh, have a lot to share, which I believe uh, will have add value to someone who may uh, be inventing a product or possibly venturing down that road. And uh, I'll just go ahead and give the, the spoiler alert. It is difficult, but that's where the journey is. You know, what, what's the old adage? If it wasn't difficult, everyone would do it, right? Exactly. Somebody should, oh. should have told me that before I started. <laughs> I think that will be interesting to find out what's involved, how it, you know, much is involved in making all this happen. Uh, so, folks, if you have any uh, comments or questions, any general questions you want to post, go ahead and feel free to put those out there. We are going to go into our favorite stories. If somebody wants to share a story online, you can go ahead and type that in. I'll be glad to put that up there. Um, I have a favorite story that I'm going to share with you this week. Uh, kind of interesting. If, I don't know whether some of you have noticed or not, but I started working with this thing called Shorts and YouTube and Reels and Facebook. So what they are is instead of having the way I normally like to shoot video this way, they're all shot this way. So you can kind of scroll with your phone and, and watch them. They all have to be less than a minute. And this is something that I think that, or I don't think, I know that YouTube and Facebook are doing to try to compete with TikTok. Uh, a lot of people like to be able to just kind of scroll through and watch these things, you know, quickly. So anyway, I decided I'm going to, you know, dip my toe into that format. You know, I'm trying to become a, a social influencer, I guess. So anyway, I started creating some of those and posted them. Now, the interesting thing is, you know, and a lot of this show has been kind of a crazy experience for me. I never know what's going to be the end result, but I found out that it's pretty popular. And I was really surprised. I just, and what I've been posting mostly are um, kind of commercials for upcoming shows, you know, little teasers. And also I thought, you know, some of the older shows now, this we're getting close to one year. Some of the older shows people don't probably find as easily because they've got to scroll way down to find them. Um, so I started posting a little teaser for those shows. Well, I just recently posted one for bladder cancer. And uh, <laughs> I was surprised that within the first day, it had a thousand views on you on uh, Facebook. It was just crazy that. Uh, so this format works. And I'm going to stick with it because I think it's uh, another way of getting information to the public. But I was really kind of surprised by that, that it uh, had such a quick appeal. So I guess maybe I am going to become a, a social influencer. Brian, do you have a story you'd like to share? Yes. There is a Five Guys restaurant, which we frequent. And there's a sign in there. There's a lot of... Um, 
uh, reviews or whatever that that from like famous people that they'll post up on a on the wall that you can see while you're waiting in line. And there is one in particular that it caught my eye the first time I went into this um, this Five Guys restaurant, and it said Five Guys does something extremely well: burgers and fries. Excuse me, Five Guys does two things extremely well: burgers and fries. And it showed me the power of simplification, showed me the power of just doing what you're good at only. And I, I, look, I love looking at the sign because you're not getting a steak and cheese in Five Guys. You're not getting a pizza. You're not getting mozzarella sticks. We're going to make you a burger. We'll make it however you want, but it's a burger. And we will uh, give you fries. It's one kind of fries. We have some dipping sauces if you want. To, to add different flavor. And they are a very successful food chain. And I just look at my life, I look at my business, my career, and I say to myself, what are, what are the, the, the two things, if you will, that I do extremely well? Am I trying to do more than that? Yeah, I think that's a, a really a good, good, uh, good point. I, I remember back in the, the days when Apple was, was a kind of a floundering company uh, when Steve Jobs had left it for a mm -hmm. while or got canned, I think. Um, and he came back. And the one thing that the first thing he did when he came back is he looked at the product line and said, we're getting rid of everything, but the four things that we really need to be involved. He drew a little square on the, the blackboard and said, this is what we need to concentrate on. This will make us successful. Well, I guess since it's one of the largest companies in the world, it's probably was a, a good point. So yeah, I think that's really a, a uh, something we need to keep in mind. Sometimes you want to get involved in everything and then you just can't. You find what your niche is and then invest yourself in that. It makes a lot mm -hmm. of sense. So, all right. Well, with that, I'm going to bring up, uh, bring you up as a speaker. You, did you want your slides up now or? No, we can bring it up in a moment. Okay. So let me uh, just make you full screen here. There we go. So, Brian, go ahead. You've got the floor. Well, as I mentioned already, I am a registered nurse. I invented a medical underwear designed for patients who require the use of leg bags called cathware. And I own currently uh, now eight patents, seven U.S. patents and one European patent for uh, different different designs and, and things of the sort. Today, I wanted to talk about cathware and I want to talk about the journey that I've had with cathware to understand that it truly is a marathon. It truly is a marathon, and and I, 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 I misjudged how long of a marathon it is. But man, have I grown! Uh, I've grown. My family has grown through this journey. We must understand that as medical professionals, we're obligated to innovate and invent. Uh, innovate. Uh, I know sometimes people use those interchangeably, but innovate for me is more like a system, and invent is a product. We have the clinical experience to make an impact in the patient's lives. And that's what I decided to do with Cathware. I'd see patient after patient coming in with the uh, leg bags around their thigh or around their ankle. And the bags would just significantly reduce the patient's quality of life. I'd see patient after patient coming in, getting drains placed, getting drains replaced. And there was really no solution for it outside of the antiquated straps, which those straps, they become unsanitary, they cause skin tears, and they pose a lot of medical complications for the patients, especially when they over-tighten it. The bag slides up and down the leg. The plastic to skin creates sweat points. Again, patients over-tighten the straps because they don't want it to move, you know. They're not thinking what we're thinking, which is you're going to essentially create a tourniquet-like effect around your leg. They're thinking, I don't want this thing to move, so I'm just going to put this, uh, this, this strap as tight as I can. They develop rashes, uh, skin tears, and it's a significant reduction in their quality of life. And you can bring the image up now, sir. Okay. What I invented was Cathware, this medical underwear designed for this patient population. Cathware is a medical underwear that is washable, machine washable, and machine dryable. But the key features of it are 
it removes, Cathware removes the use of the Velcro straps. So now the patients no longer have to utilize the straps. They can put the pouch in a 600 or smaller pouch system here, which does not restrict the flow of the urine. It has a valve that opens up at the bottom to create easy access. So if you're wearing shorts, skirt, or a dress, you'll be able to just access the valve and empty the contents into a, into a collecting receptacle without having to remove the pouch. The X-looking feature that you see is a catheter channel track. Mm. I designed that for uh, because that's when I would get called into the operating room in the middle of the night because the patients would inadvertently pull on the tubing because the tubing wasn't concealed. The catheter channel track keeps all of the tubing concealed and close to the patient's body. Now you have the opportunity to use the catheter channel track or not. You can just go right into the pouch. If you look at the very top, there's a legend depicting each drain. So there's nephrostomy, suprapubic, biliary, and Foley drains. I wanted to design cathware so that it encompassed all the drains, which is significant to what happens when nurses innovate. Because when we innovate, we're able to look at all of the patient's plight and come up with the best design. Now, there are some products in our category, but you can tell that they were invented either by the patient or the caregivers themselves because it only solves one or two problems. When we innovate, we're able to tackle a lot more of the problems and bring a greater value to our designs to impact patient care. The patients are able to now wear skirt, wear dress, wear shorts, and a significant increase in the patient's quality of life when they utilize Catherine, they're wearing a leg bag. We're number one on Amazon with a 4.1 star rating going on our fifth year. And everyone knows if you have a bad product, Amazon is going to let you know. But if you have a good product, Amazon is going to let you know. There's almost 700 reviews that we have with doctors, nurses, caregivers, but most importantly, the patients themselves testifying to the benefit of Cathware. Not only that, but we're the only product in our category that is invented by a registered nurse. We're the only product in our category that is also covered by Medicare. So the doctors can write a script and have Medicare covered. I wanted to talk today, not just about my journey with Cathware, but I believe that there are a lot of questions out there where we can get into a Q&A and there's a greater value in me answering your questions versus me continuing to speak about my journey. And I want to encourage you to, to, this is the moment to ask, what are some misconceptions? What are some things that you're afraid of? What are some things that are, are holding you back? Or, or, you know, if you're looking for a, a starting point, this is the, 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 the platform to do that. So if anyone has any questions, just enter your questions in the comment box, and then we'll be able to look through the comment box and I'll answer them um, if they are directed to me. But this is it. This is our time. This is your time. And this is the time to get our questions asked and push our innovations and inventions forward. That was really great. I, I, I appreciate your insight into what was involved in it and, and how you built this device. Um, again, questions are open. Use the comment box. Go ahead and put those through and we'll go and bring them on screen as, as I see them coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple questions I have for you. So you said it's available or covered by Medicare. So, and I'm assuming you can get it through Amazon without a prescription, correct? Yes. It's available for retail, um, on, on Amazon, on the online or on our proprietary website. And we're also available. If the doctor gives you a script, we have a vendor, a third party vendor that, that covers our scripts with inventory on hand. Okay. And what's the best way to find out about um, Medicare coverage, how to, is it going to your website or? Yeah, at cathware.com. Okay. So that's, if you're, if you're going to use a prescription, cathware.com would be the place to go to find mm -hmm. out of the vendor who, who, by the way, is it that, that you go, you work through? We have a, a just some brick and mortars, um, medical suppliers that we have this one in Maine, but and they ship, 
Ship yeah, to the you house. just got, yeah, you just everything. Uh, one of the benefits of COVID is that we 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 have a lot more access to each other. You know, we're we're available through Zoom now, so everything is they just call up. I send them, you know, they send a fax over to this company in um, mm-hmm. in Maine. They have the the units. Ship it out to them. Uh, we're also available on Cardinal Health, and we're starting to to make a lot of progress through the uh, the larger distributors. So I, I can tell you that from personal experience with uh, 40 years of taking care of patients and catheters, you know, it definitely is a big issue for patients, how to handle these bags. And you know, they come in for their catheter changes. Like you said, the bags sometimes look like they've been through the war. The holes that sometimes the buttons go through are ripped. So they're, mm-hmm. I've seen patients duct tape them to their legs a lot. And then, you know, that sticky tape, you can't get that off your legs. I mean, it's, we've all been through it. It's, it's, it's a common experience that patients will come up with, you know, these inventions of their own. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, really to have something like what, what you came up with, such yep. a, a good, you know, product, especially for people. I think, you know, if you're wearing a short-term catheter these few days, it's obviously not the worth the investment. But if you're going to be somebody with a permanent Foley catheter or other drainage um, things, I think this is really a, a big plus. Stop. I agree. Well, what the the mobility, the improvement in mobility. I mean, I've seen. I'm a U.S. veteran, so I visited some of the veteran facilities, and you see the veterans just walking around in shorts, hanging down by the leg, because it starts out by the thigh. Mm-hmm. Right, the bag starts out by the thigh, but then the weight of the bag starts to weigh down onto the thigh, and it ends up down by the ankle. All right. We are getting some uh, questions in here. Neil Smith sends a question. Uh, with the connections to Foley drainage bags and nephrostomy drainage bags being different, are there different 600 mil bags for these or are there adapters to use the same model of bag? Correct. So there is the difference between a, a drainage bag and a urine bag. So all of the bags already come connected from the doctor's office or operating room. For example, if they have a nephrostomy tube, the nephrostomy tube has the tubing that is extremely long or longer and it's embedded into it's embedded into the leg bag. So the leg bag um, fills, but the, the tubing is there. Uh, so that connection there, there's nothing that we would do to that. Then that end is connected to the the drainage catheter that's inside of the the kidney, and then that's on with a lure lock. So we don't um, deal with anything at that level. When it's a Foley, it has the Christmas tree adapter, but the Foley just goes right on top of the Christmas tree adapter. So as far as... You're not providing bags, so you're strictly... No, exactly. Yeah, it's just the underwear, yeah. Right, exactly. I think that was the question was is there some different bags that you provided that yeah no that fit this so it fits up to a 600 cc bag mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right great uh do that's have a good another. question yeah Susie says how do you know what size to order and should you order more than one that's a great question Susie. uh the we have a size chart on our website and also in addition to the size chart we recommend patients ordering the normal underwear size. Cathwear replaces the patient's normal underwear. So you wouldn't be able to wear underwear and the cathwear unit because it would be essentially like wearing two forms of underwear. That's why I designed it to have high quality material, washable, durable. And because it's washable and machine washable and dryable, we recommend that patients get one per day if it's allowed um, for uh, within within their budget. And if the doctors are going to write a script, the doctor should write one cathware unit per day for seven days. That's covered by Medicare then, seven? Uh, It depends on the state. However, Mm -hmm. it also depends on the doctor writing that on the script, which could override any type of limitation. But if not, if, if you just get one, then you'll be getting one and then have to wash it every day or wear it every day or whatever. Yeah, correct. Well, what is the cost if you were buying this out of pocket? $39.99, and that's across all platforms. So we practice map pricing. Amazon, um, our website, uh, the vendors, we sell it at $39.99. 
with Medicare, it comes up to about six to eight dollars for the patients. Wow. And then okay. we also, when we partner up with um, distributors and suppliers, we sell at $25 a unit wholesale. The national reimbursement rate for Cathway is $47.08. Hmm. That's good to know. So, uh, again, folks got questions coming in. Yep, I got some more coming in. Not a question, but I had assumed there may have been proprietary drainage bags in my last question. So I thought Neil was asking about the the six other different six hundred mil bags for these. So I guess he was assuming there's different proprietary. I don't. I'm not sure if uh, there are different bags with different valves. Some of them are uh, uh, like a Christmas tree style of valve. Um, mm -hmm. You know where where you twist it. Some of them it's like a clamp, so it it clamps the 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 end of it. Uh, but all of those uh, fit through the end of the pouch. So those pretty much is universally, any any bag will work in that those underwear. Correct. We haven't had any issues with 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 bags. I've only seen those two uh, types of of um, ends on the leg bag is the clamp and then the twisting valve. And then Susie Swain asks, um, "What sizes do you carry? We carry from small to four uh, XL." And we carry them in three colors, in black, in white, and in beige. And I assume they're they're universal, not uh, unisex, I should say, not yeah, male. Yeah, female. definitely unisex. Yeah. So you just have to figure out what size would be best for, mm -hmm. for the patient. Mm -hmm. What are some of the products that, that you're recommending uh, for your patients that are similar uh, to Cathware? I wanted to ask um, the, the panel as well. What yeah. are some areas where you think that I could help, or you could help me get, make Cathware more visible? I get calls all the time to the, to the website from patients yelling at me and they're like, you know, I went to my doctor's office and I, he doesn't know about this. Why doesn't he know about this? And I always tell them it's my fault. You know, I'm not doing a good enough job uh, with the marketing, making it visible. Yeah. I'm certainly trying. We launched right before COVID and man, we, we, we took off. We took off and uh, within, we launched October of uh, 2019. And then when the COVID shutdown came in February of 2020, it was, it was gone. All the momentum we had, it was gone. Uh, for those 18 months, it was, it was really, really hard. And uh, I just kept pushing, you know, some, some people, some phone calls, you know, they're like, Brian, I like the product, but I'm just not thinking about underwear right now. I'm not thinking about catheters right now. And I'm like, but I am like, come on. And uh, it, was, it was very humbling. Uh, lost some business partners along the way uh, that didn't see what, you know, what we thought. I mean, we we, we were thinking you know, we were going to hit this thing out of the water. You know, luckily I didn't buy that Ferrari that I always wanted. <laughs> and um uh, but it's 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 been tough. My passion is 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 to reach these patients. I just have a passion. I'm I'm a man on a mission to help these patients. I think that it's a it's a niche market. It's an underserved patient population, because you know we as 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 medical professionals we we uh, post procedure we give them all the discharge paperwork, all the gauze, all the tape, all the catheter and leg bag, and you know if you're bleeding, call me. If you have pain, call me. If you have any infection, call me. You know any fever, call me. You know all right. And then the patient gets home. And they shut the door, boom. Now what? Their body's mutilated. We have a, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> we have a pediatric version as well. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, the body's mutilated. They're sitting at home and now we're telling them, you know, to have a leg bag. That's a significant reduction in quality of life. That's why I believe Cathware is, is, is um, for the hospitals. I don't, I know that hospitals, it's not ideal to, have a catheter, uh, excuse me, a cathware unit placed on a patient in an acute care setting. Because if I go in and I'm checking INOs and I see a patient with cathware underwear on, I'm like, dude, take that off. Like you can put it on when you go home, but I'm trying to get in and get out. However, when they get a drain and they're leaving the hospital at the outpatient level and they are getting all of those supplies, that is the, the key spot where cathware can intercept the patient on the way home improving the patient's quality of life, but also improving the procedure outcomes. Because when the drain gets pulled, 
and this patient is starting to have complications and they have to come back to the hospital, it looks bad for the hospital, regardless of, of what is causing the patient to come back. Uh, we're also doing a clinical trial with the pediatric version at Children's National Hospital uh, at some point this year. So I just wanted to share that, that, um, that those are the key points. I know we have some other questions coming in, so we can keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a question for you. Um, so, you know, as far as the, you know, the, you were saying, you know, getting the, the word out, I think that, or probably more a comment than a question, this, this is a great place, I think, to have this because we reach an audience of nurses. We're the people in the, the trenches that are dealing with these patients. And, you know, if, if you don't know about these products, you don't probably have them in your office. You don't, you don't have any brochures on it or even a website information to pass along to patients. Um, so I think that this is one of the big marketing tools is by doing a talk like this, it's going to really help to get the word out there and hopefully translate into better patient care, which is what I want. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, of course, more products being sold and, and it was what you want. So I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sure it'll work out. So uh, Neil Smith said, to be honest, marketing materials would help. Cardboard, poster board, standees or wall materials in the exam room. If patients see these exist, they'll ask about trying them. Um, I think that's a good point, Neil. I, that's a lot of times you see patients uh, picking up brochures on the way out of the offices and stuff. Yeah, um, and, and you can download a brochure uh, from our website. Our Medicare approval letter is on our website. Uh, the instructional inserts are on our website. And those are beneficial because then you can email them to the patients before they even come. So, Yeah, I think that that's a, a good point. And that you could probably even, you know, most most practices have websites. It'd be nice if they would embed your link, you know, to go directly to your mm -hmm. website. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's always the, the biggest problem is, is lack of knowledge. You know, there could be great things out there, but if nobody knows about it, we had exactly. uh, 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 recently uh, a company that's produced a um, external catheter for females. Mm -hmm. called Uricap. I, I never heard of it before, but they approached the program to, to talk about it. And again, like I said, it's just getting that information out there so people know there's other options out there than having to deal with diapers all night long with somebody who's, you know, in, in bed bound or... or yeah, Uricap is a good product. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's really, I think that's the whole point that I wanted to be able to get through with this program was a way to get information out to people. So uh, I think this is been very successful i really appreciate you coming on the show um anything else that, uh, oh i know i was going to ask you as far as uh your website do you have a patient education um i know it looks pretty simple to use but you got those channels and things is there oh, something absolutely yeah oh absolutely you know as a nurse you know our, our our job is education 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 so i do have um uh, tutorials uh, video tutorials on the website for each drain yeah that's good because that's 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 the most helpful because patients get home and they, they look at this thing and they go, now what do I do? It, it looks great, but they don't know how to get it to, to, to function properly. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was unaware to your talk about how it had the channels built in for tubes for mm -hmm. um, especially those external drains. We do a lot of nephrostomy tubes and things. And, and those are just the, the patients got tubes going everywhere. And as you said, they're prone to get pulled out, which is a big issue. Mm hmm. So I think that's something uh, that'll help. April said, you mentioned the journey after the idea. What was the next step in getting your product made? So, yeah. That was the most humbling part. Um, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. The American Urology Association hadn't been here for 20 years. This was back when we, when we launched in 2016. And... Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, 2017 we launched in 2016 they were 2017 and we were like wow this is this is working out you know this is just fish in a barrel here uh about 20,000 urologists that were in town we live uh, 25 minutes outside of Boston and uh we didn't have a product we just had a mannequin we had barely a prototype and the doctors loved it it took us two years to come up with the sample. And the doctors that we met, after two years, when I finally called them, they didn't even remember who I was. You know, and that was 
I, I underplayed that by a long shot. I was like, how hard could it be making an underwear? Just put this there, put that there and, you know, and, and sell me a thousand. And it's not, it was very difficult. It took us two years finding manufacturer after manufacturer after manufacturer after manufacturer. So that was, that, that was the next step of, um, of after the idea. Um, immediately though, I want to give you something immediate. When you have an idea, I wrote a book about it. It's available on Amazon called Let It Flow. And it has everything that I'm speaking to you here, uh, the highs and the lows. But Let It Flow details what uh, to do, April, and it will walk you through the process on how to develop a patent and how to find uh, local funding, grants, free money on uh, to, to, to get it started. But what I did was is I, I drew images of it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can draw extremely well, and I was in the U.S. military, so I have a high attention to detail. So what I did was, is I drew like, um, man, the camera's throwing me off. I threw, I drew an image of Cathware, you know, from a, an AP perspective, if you will. And then I drew it in a 94, uh, excuse me, a 45 degree angle. And then I drew it at a 90 degree angle, but I would label it each time. Can you bring that image back up? Um, Vic, uh, sure. I essentially drew this and you see the lines and the little boxes in there, because when you draw it and you label it and you explain it, a lot of things are happening at that time. You're explaining it to yourself. You're problem solving to yourself. You're figuring out things that may maybe don't sound right, maybe don't work to yourself. You're making changes, but you're the, you have the PhD for your design. You know, I, I, I dealt with imposter syndrome for a long time. In the uh, while I was pitching this, I'd walk into hospitals, uh, I'd walk into to these clinics, and there were CEOs and surgeons, and all of these you know fancy titles, and it was intimidating. And one day it clicked, and I said, you know what? I have a PhD in my design. Nobody knows this design like I do, and that's where I got my confidence from. And that's where you need to get your confidence from: is that you're the inventor. You're the one that knows that if it works, if it doesn't work. So what I did was, is I went through every possibility when I was designing Cathware on how somebody could discredit it. And what I did was, is I turned each opportunity where somebody could discredit it, I fixed it, and I made it a feature. For example, one thing about nurses, and I don't know why we're like that, but it's just the way that we are. We immediately default to, well, that's not going to work. I can't begin to tell you on the most resistance that I've had in this journey has been with other nurses. Well, that's not going to work. Well, because the patient, the leg bag is going to flow back into the patient's bladder. But that's not true because manufacturers put in a one-way valve into their, uh, into their urine bags. Now, if it's one of the night bags, the 1500 cc bag, yeah, that one, you can drain it right back into the patient's bladder. But that's not what we're doing here. I went to a nursing facility once. And this nurse made one of the aides go and get water and fill it into the into the leg bag because she was adamant that that was going to reflux. <laughs> Even though I told her that I did it myself and I stood on it and I'm 235 pounds, 6'3", I stood on it and I couldn't get the bag to pop or get it to reflux. She still had the aide go and do it. I let the aide fill it up with water. Um, I told the aide she had to... Um, it was a drainage bag, so um, I, she had to drink the water and then, and then um, spit it into the into the bag. And then I held up the bag and I squeezed it. I didn't stand on it, squeezed it as hard as I could. And then the nurse manager was like, "Okay." And I'm just like, "Ah, like nurses, we 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 not only eat our young coming out of school, but we kill <laughs> we kill innovation instead yeah. of you know reaching me on the side and." And telling me, hey, you know, check this out or check this out. It's like we just naturally want to cut people's ideas uh, before they could even start. But I love it because I turn that into motivation for me to make sure that nobody could. Um, it, the 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 design is foolproof. So what I also noticed is is that the design I made it so that it all flows 
down and it doesn't impede the flow of gravity. Yeah, it looks like it's well thought out. You can just see, like I said, I didn't realize it had those tubing uh, things built into it till you mentioned it. So it really mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. probably something you might want to include in your video showing. Uh, I, I haven't looked at your video, but maybe it does about how that helps to keep the tubing in the right place. Yeah, uh, because, question that I, I had for people, you though is where they man where do you manufacture your product? Outside of the United States, which is a, another cool. issue with with getting traction. Um, is is the lead time and stuff like that. But for me, you know, getting the, the urine to, because then that was another thing. People were like, oh, it's going to impede the flow of urine because it can't reflux. And I'm like, no, everything flows down into the bag. You know, so like I said, all of it is in detail in uh, my book, Let It Flow. Uh, but we do manufacture it outside of the United States. Uh, as far as I'm a U.S. veteran. I wanted it to be done in the United States. It's about three, four times as expensive to do it inside the inside of the United States. I'm not into politics at all. Um, I actually despise politics and politicians. I think they create more division than they do unity. Having said that, I understand now why I would hear people complain about you know certain politicians sending jobs overseas and. And I said, man, like I never knew what the fuss was about until I started, you know, trying to build this business. Like even the brochures, I get them overseas. I mean, I'm getting them for like pennies, you know, overseas and they 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 get shipped, um, you know, right to my home. And I feel bad because I obviously want to build up America, the greatest nation ever. But I'm, I need to survive. I need, I need to make this business grow. And I understand now the fight between sending jobs overseas and, and stuff like that. Somebody recommended that I get it all prepackaged. Um, you know, the, the, the shipping, the, the bag that, the, that each unit goes into with the brochure and the insert and all labeled up. But, you know, my mom and her friends uh, do it here. In, in, I'm in my office um, in the house. Uh, but here, my mom and her friends, they come and they, they do it. You know, they have a system and they come and they, they, uh, they, they bag everything up. And I said to myself, like, I would be devastated if I took this job away from my mom and her friends. But that's yeah. exactly what the issue is with, you know, with, with things that are happening in America. But I get it, though. It's like, like, I, I, I could I could save so much more money if I sent it somewhere else, you know. So that's the only part of the of the project that I've kept in house. And it's just because. You know, it's, it's, it's my mom and, and her friends and, uh, you know, some of them are, are, they're immigrants. All of them are immigrants. We are, uh, we're Dominican. I was born here in the United States, but, you know, just to, to tell an immigrant the job that you can do, we're going to send it to someone else that is in their country, you know, that didn't migrate. It just didn't make sense. So just yeah. those are little, those are, those, those are just little things in the project, you know, that, that you learn, but I've grown a lot. Nurses are again. I wrote all I wrote all about this in my book, Let It Flow. That's available on Amazon. Nurses are emotionally inclined. When you enter into the business world, you have to really check your you have to check that at the door because I, I was eaten alive. I mean, my business partners. I grew up with them. Like we we known each other since we were kids, and we hadn't seen each other for a long time. You know, and they they you know, went about their business, but they're businessmen. So I get these phone calls from people saying, you know, oh my God, you know, your product changed my, my, my dad's life. And, you know, one time somebody called and said that they were able to go on one last vacation before uh, their, their family member uh, went on to be with the Lord. And, you know, they're crying on the phone telling me that the, that they had double nephrostomy bags. They weren't going to leave the house. Uh, the, 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 the husband or the dad wasn't going to leave the house. He had stage four renal cancer. And because of Cathway, they were able to go on one more trip. I was dying. I was crying, crying on the phone with the lady. I was, she hung up the phone. I was crying. This was early on in the vision. And I was like, guys, we're doing something great. And they're like, okay, so how many units did, is she going to buy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? And it, it started to click. Some people... In the, in the business world, it's very black and white. In the business world, it's what are the numbers? You know, what are the profit margins? 
and in, in, in the health field, especially in nursing, it's like, no, no, there's no black and white. Like it's, it's all gray, you know, <laughs> like it's, 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 we do whatever it is to be with the patients. And I was leading with my emotions and that, that, that it hindered my ability to effectively lead because I kept thinking that, well, we all knew each other in high school. So we're all going to hang out again. And, you know, all our, we're going to have Thanksgivings together and we're going to go on vacations together. And they wanted no part of that. They wanted no part of being my friends. They wanted no part of spending any extra time. They were literally in this for, um, for, for the, the vision and, and for the money. And I respect them for that because it was my fault because I was trying to push my way of, of living on them. And that's what I wrote. One of the, one of the chapters that I wrote about in, in, uh, in Let It Flow was about how nurses, we fail in the business world because of that. We get very territorial. We get very emotional and we're unable to think rationally in a completely different environment. We have to understand that people don't care that you care. People don't care that you love the patients. People don't care that you're passionate. People care on how you're going to make them money. And that's it in that world. So, Well, I think, you know, one of the things that you see in, in healthcare, you know, physicians, nurses, all of us, how many business courses do you take? I didn't take any. I was strictly science. So, and I'm sure very similar story for most nurses, most physicians. <clears throat> kind of makes us bad business people when you get down to it. And, Absolutely. You know, it was horrible. But, but great visionaries, you know, oh, we see the problem. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the whole key is how do you fix the problem? That's what we want to do. We want to make yeah. life better for everyone. Um, even, like I said, I brought this program. Um, as you can tell, I'm getting older and so I don't have to work as much anymore. I can enjoy life a bit. And that's why I decided to do something where I could bring it forward to how do we educate the next group of people? Um, we used to put conferences on. The, I'm not seeing the young folks come to the conference anymore. And they still, they're the ones who need it because they're out there doing the practicing every day. And I started getting all these letters or emails back in saying, hey, this is, show is the greatest thing. I'm new to urology. I'm really learning a lot. I'm checking out your show and I'm seeing it in the viewership. So I know that the same way I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll probably never make a, a dime off of this. And right now it costs me money to produce, but the, the key is I know I'm doing something good and that's, that's worth more to me than anything else. And I, I think uh, I, I, if you're getting patients, like you said, telling you how it made a difference in their quality of life, you know, you can't put a price tag on that. You can put a price tag on Cathware, but you can't put a price tag on no that. No way. It's been my, it's been my fire. You know, somebody just sent me an email yesterday and they're like, you know, my, my wife is, is my wife again because of this product. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah. Well, can you, can you buy more? No. Just go forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. just go forward and, 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 and you have to, you know, they were not big. I, I am, I'm a big proponent of celebrating milestones. You know, you, it's, 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 it's in the mind, you know, whatever you have to do in the mind to, to keep going. And, and I would celebrate these little milestones that we'd hit, you know, anytime we would get in contact with somebody, I'm like, guys, we're making progress, you know, or, or a year marker, or when we um, were, were solidifying our share in the online on, on Amazon and, and the force, you know, we had like a four point four star rating for a while you know now it's a 4.1 um and it's been at a 4.1 for like three years you know little things like that you know celebrating little milestones when we got the medicare approval when we would win these accelerator contests invention contests you know little things like that um you know the emails i'd forward them like just i just believe in celebrating those little milestones and they they didn't you know yeah. they didn't and, and it was hard because I'm like, hey, like, uh, oh, you know, and it, and it was just me uh, being happy. And, and um, you know, it is it is what it is, but it's it's uh, we're, we're certainly making progress now. Well, I, I can just see just talking, you know, at, at, the, at this program, your, your passion is definitely there. And that's that's really what makes a difference. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are, as you said, they're business people. They're just out to figure out how can I turn over the largest profit. 
And, you know, I asked the question about where it was manufactured, almost knowing the answer, because you're, you have a responsibility to try to bring the product in at an affordable price. You know, if it's if it's made in America, but it costs one hundred dollars, nobody's going to buy it. It's, it's, it's useless. So you have to. Unfortunately, that's what we're stuck with now. You know, until manufacturing could be done more profitably here, you have to, you know, go outside. I really like the fact that you got your mom and their friends working for you. I think that yeah, they got that they got their system. You know, I was doing it for myself for a while with myself and uh, my wife and the kids. And I'm like, I, I gotta I gotta bring I'm still working as a nurse. I work full time as a nurse. Yeah. And, that that's a, a I was gonna ask that question. Have you been able to just sit back and do this or if it's oh it's not, no, no, it's not yeah. it hasn't See, generated most, a profit yet. I'm I think this year will be our first year yeah. of making a profit. And and you know, I remember when I got the patent. I was in nursing school. I was in my second year of nursing school. And somebody said to me, oh, you, you know, you already have a patent. You, you don't even have to go to nursing school. Yeah. I was like, what? And they're like, oh, you know, well, you already have a patent. So that means like getting a patent. That's the easy part. Yeah. It's, 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 it's establishing a business. It's, you know, getting everything in order and, and getting, the product packaged and moving and, and, and making the calls, like, you know, going to trade shows. That's the real work. Yeah. I think that's what people underestimate is big is time. The, the marketing involved in, in, you know, the, even like this little show, there's a lot of marketing that goes on or I wouldn't have viewers. So if there's a certain amount of hours in a, in a week that you have to put forward to kind of let mm -hmm. people know about the show, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, uh, and then, Patents, you know, you can say, well, I've got a patent now, you know, you got to come to me to, to manufacture something, but that's not true. Somebody could else could come up with something, a clone of your product. Now it's up to you to defend your patent. So it's going to cost you legal fees. Sometimes, you know, if you're not a big enough company and they are, they could just, you know, roll over you that way. So mm -hmm. the patent is, is only so protective. It, mm -hmm. it helps, it definitely helps, but it's not going to be the, 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 the big, like you said, it's not the winner. It's, it's the other thing is getting the market. Once you can reach a point where, you know, that hospitals, anybody going home with a catheter bag, uh, a leg bag, went home with the, your underwear, you're golden. <laughs> you could probably give up nursing because it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be that profitable. But the reality is that's not going to happen. I don't see that, you know, as a, as the cost of everything else is going up, it's going to be a struggle to, to get people to even great products or, you know, people are kind of, questioning this versus that but uh i think you know once once you see the quality of life issue come to, into it that's huge and these patients who suddenly become you know homebound because not because they have to be but because they're embarrassed you know they they don't want to walk around that with a bag that people know about you know sometimes mm -hmm. there's odor involved in the bag so they smell them you know it's just all sorts of issues and problems that make them stay home You've got one solution. You've got a way to almost completely conceal it. I would say, you know, unless you're wearing really, you know, skinny jeans, which most people don't our age, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a concealable product. So it's, it's, uh, it's great. I really think it's, uh, I think you got to yeah. hit and just keep pushing it. I don't see any other questions coming through. If you guys have any questions you want to, uh, ask Brian, well, we've got them on the line here. Otherwise, I think we're getting pretty close to the end of the show. I'm glad. Uh, if you have any final words you want to say, Brian? Don't quit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Don't quit. It's 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 been a long journey. Uh, I've grown. I've grown as a as a as a nurse. I've grown as a person. Um, I realized that there were other areas in my life where I was uh, my emotions were not in control, and it's helped me be even keeled. You know, it's helped me be even killed. I'm, I'm able to approach the business now in a different in a different way. I don't get too high. I don't get too low. Um, it's helped me in my marriage. It's helped me in my, with my patients, you know, to just keep the expectations clear. So I've grown a lot from what I've learned uh, from my business partners um, before I parted ways with them. Yeah. And um, I, I, there were areas that I, I didn't know, you know, and I, I can be an effective leader or more of an effective leader now. Uh, I'm I'm able to manage um, my finances a lot better now that I've had to take on the managing of the finances of the business. Uh, not that I was bad at before, but now I've I've 
Uh, I'm certainly a lot better. So I've grown as a person. Uh, my family has grown. Um, you know, they 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 they've seen me consistently filling orders and and you know, always having hope. You know, every every time something happens, I'll tell them. You know, this is it. This is the year. You know, yeah. I'm going on. I'm going on ten years, uh, eleven years now since I I've had the design. Uh, six years since we've launched the business, and for six years, I'm always saying this is the year. This is the year. Uh, but this is it, the year. It shows how how much is it, it it work it takes to make something happen. It's not something you can just produce over. A great idea isn't going to just show up overnight. It's not. It's not. And um, don't listen to people. The uh, uh, you're welcome, Elizabeth. Thank so you, Elizabeth. Gave you a yeah, nice I appreciate it. I like wanted to share that with you. Um, don't quit. It's it's a really long journey. You know, and you're not going to get a lot of people that are going to clap for you along the way, but you can clap for you along the way. So, and I think that's something for nurses to remember. You know, we do get a lot of great ideas while we're out there. I, I could tell you that I I'm one of these tinkerers too, and I've come up with an idea, and I'll say, you know, oh, should have done that, and then maybe a few years later, I suddenly see it's in the market, and I'm like, you know, miss that opportunity. So sometimes push it. And what was the name of the book that we want to learn more about becoming that entrepreneur? Let it flow. Let it flow. I like this. I like it. All right. So let's see here. Just want to put a plug in for next week's. Uh, let me get some of this stuff out of here, folks. For next week's program on June 17th, we have our panelists all joining us for this talk together. It's myself, John Lynn, and Andrea Strong. And we're going to talk about virtual public speaking tips and trips tips and tricks, what we're doing here right now, how we go about talking to you guys and um, hopefully inspiring some of you to become speakers. And uh, we're going to do that next week. So join us next week. Also, I just want to put a plug in. Hey, we're getting close to our one year anniversary. So put this on your calendar, July 29th, episode 52. Be sure to join us live. You want to join us live because we're going to have a lot of stuff going on. I've got some ideas, um, planning some raffling off some uh, Euronurse stuff. So join us live. The only way you'll be able to be participating in that is to be on the live show. And, hey, I got a surprise announcement. There's something in that's going to be coming to Euronurse, something new. We'll announce it. I think I should have it ready for that uh, 52nd episode. So we're working on that one, too. And for those of you that uh, just couldn't get enough and want to chat some more, just click that button that says the after party on our Euronurse.com. It'll transport you right into the show. You'll be able to use your mic and uh, cameras and be part of the, the, the talk. So if you want to join us after the show, be free to go ahead and do that. Otherwise, for those of you that aren't going to join us, hey, go ahead and have a great weekend. It looks like good weather here in the Chicagoland area. I hope it's good weather by you guys. Hope those forest fires up in Canada aren't causing too much smog over the East Coast anymore. Uh, that, that looked terrible, some of those pictures I saw. So our prayers are with all of you. Um, otherwise, we'll see you all next week.